Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. Tonight, I want to talk about bad dating choices. So many people go out on dates with with somebody that they haven't really um, investigated, should I use that word, investigated about before they went out on the date. A lot of people go out just randomly. They talk to the person once, you know, and they're like, they seem nice or they like their picture and they say, okay, let's get together for a date. Let's get together for a date. And they rush and they go and they meet somebody that... They haven't taken the time to have conversations with. I always say you need at least six to 10 conversations on the phone with that person for at least an hour a day to get to know what that person is about before you go and you meet them. And a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people are just rushing uh, to go meet that person. And, you know, a lot of women... There's a lot of guys that, and women do it too, but there's a lot of guys that'll be like, come on, when can I meet you? When can I meet you? A lot of them say they want to meet you right away because they want to see what you look like. They don't want to be on the phone for hours with you if they're not going to be attracted to you when they see you in person. So if that's somebody that's just more interested in, you know, the physical side about it, that, you know they want to meet you before having conversations with you, that is a red flag. And that is why a lot of people end up meeting zeros. And when I say zeros, I'm talking about people that aren't really looking to meet somebody. They're just looking for a hookup, but they're saying they're looking to meet somebody. So this is why you got to put them through the test, you guys. All right. And you have to see, is this person worth meeting? And also, you want to make sure that they're worth meeting because we're in a, you know, a pandemic here of COVID and you don't just go out and take a chance of meeting somebody unless they're worth going to meet. All right. And of course, you wear a mask and you social distance and you do it in a public place. Okay. so the thing is this. You have to have these conversations before you go and you meet that person. You know, we had uh, a woman in the group that said, oh, I went to go meet this guy and, you know, he ghosted me. And I said to her, well, did you talk to him a couple of times and see what he was about before you made the date? And she's like, no, you know, you know, we might have just touched base here or there. So. 
now you're in a state of you don't understand why he ghosted you. First of all, you don't even know who this person is. So you can't act shocked. I mean, you know what it is? A lot of people, they have high expectations because maybe they, you know, like she said something to the effect of, you know, well, it's just common courtesy. It's just common courtesy that people would cancel and stuff like that. Yeah, that it's common courtesy for somebody who has common courtesy. But if you make a date with somebody that you haven't talked to and had a conversation with, then you don't know if that person has common courtesy. Not everybody in this world has common courtesy. Hello, okay? So, you know, how you would be is not necessarily how somebody you would meet, and especially online, and especially on a dating app would be, okay? So that's why you have to be extra cautious before you go out and you meet somebody. That's that's like rule number one, you guys. The other thing is this. Another reason that you want to have conversations with this person before you go and you meet them on a date is because through the conversation, you will find out things such as how long have they been single, Okay. Because a lot of people, here's here's dating mistake number two. A lot of people, they go and they meet somebody and this person is on a dating app maybe or they're online dating. They don't know much about them and that person maybe just broke up with somebody or that person could be in a situationship or that person might be married or in a relationship and you haven't had enough conversations to really feel this person out and see if this person is truly single. So dating mistake number two is that you don't really know if this person is truly ready to date you, get to know you, and move ahead with you because they could have some loose strings somewhere that you're not aware of. And you're taking this person at face value that what they're telling you is the truth. Never take anybody at face value, you guys. Never in the beginning because there's a lot of people that lie, okay, in dating. So, you know, there's a lot of people that have terrible dates or things don't work out because they haven't looked into these kind of things. And you will be able to pick up on it in the conversations that you have with them. You know, you find out, you know, what's their daily routine? What do they usually do on the weekends? What's their availability? You know, you ask them questions about their exes. How long are they broken up? You really shouldn't get involved with somebody unless they're broken up at least six months to be fully over the other person. See, that's another big mistake that people make. Another dating mistake is people jump into dating somebody who's only been out of a relationship, let's say a month, all right? And that person maybe was in a relationship for a couple of years or for a while, and that person is not fully healed 
from the last relationship. They may tell you they're healed and, oh yeah, they're ready for a relationship. And maybe there's somebody that, you know, doesn't want to be alone and you're there and they're going to date you and they're going to move forward with you. And you're thinking, oh, everything's going to be great. You know, we both want the same things. And then you start to date that person who's only been single a month and you date them a couple months. And all of a sudden, guess what? All of a sudden, they tell you they move too fast. They want to take a break. And then you find out they went back to their ex, okay? And the other thing is, they could be telling you that they're broken up. And what they did is they took a break from their ex, all right? So this is why I tell you, before you move with somebody in the dating progression, you need to find out more about that person, okay, before you put all your time, your effort, and your heart into getting to know somebody, all right? So that's that's now dating mistake number two, okay? Another reason that you don't want to go and rush some and rush and meet somebody right away, you guys, I almost forgot. I wanted to tell you a story of what happened to a friend of mine. She was dating this guy. Um, this was years ago. And she, um, she had a big fight with her boyfriend right before Valentine's Day because her boyfriend didn't want to take her out on Valentine's Day. He wanted to just relax at home and everything like that. He didn't want to go out or do anything like that. So they ended up getting in a big fight. And she said, fine, I'm going to go out with somebody else. And she started talking to another guy who had no idea that she had a boyfriend that she just had a fight with because she didn't tell this other guy. She ends up going out on a date with this guy on Valentine's Day, this new guy. They go out to dinner and everything like that. And they come back. He, the guy is dropping her off in front of her mother's house. He's dropping her off. And when he gets out of the car, her boyfriend is there with another guy. And they ended up pistol whipping the guy she went on the date with. Okay, this is a true story. And it was a whole big thing. Okay, he ended up taking it out on this guy because he went on the date with my girlfriend, um, and it was really her fault because she's the one who, you know, played the games with everybody. So that was a whole big sit-down that they had over that. But the point I'm trying to make with this whole story is that when you get involved, and this is mainly, you know, uh, a lot of times for the guys, and it could happen with women too, but you may start dating someone, someone who just broke up with somebody and they could have a, a partner or a boyfriend or a girlfriend who is a little on the crazy side, all right? So that's why I tell you, when you start dating somebody, you want to make sure that that person is completely broken up before you start with them. That's why I tell you, six months is usually a, a good mark, you know, to make sure that they haven't been with that person in six months. And I mean, not been with that person. They're not just, you know, seeing them occasionally. They're broken up, but they still get together. That's a loose string that could come back to haunt you when you're dating somebody. So I just wanted to bring that up and make you guys aware that you have to be careful 
when you get involved with somebody and make sure that they are truly free because you don't know if there's somebody out there in the wings and they had, you know, a bad breakup or something like that and you end up going out on a date with that person and their exes show up at the date, okay? Now I'm going to go to dating mistake number three. Dating mistake number three is when you start dating somebody, you tell this person too much too soon, okay? You got to you gotta tread lightly in the beginning. You don't want to tell this person every little detail about your past, about, you know, your prior relationship, you know, or anything like that. Because you have a lot of people out there that are dating that will listen to what you've been through and they will operate according to how, you know, whatever experiences you have been through. In other words, let's say that you were cheated on by your ex and you're now dating this new person. You're telling them, yeah, you know, uh, my ex cheated on me and I gave him a lot of chances and he cheated on me a couple times and, you know, blah, 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 right? Now you're telling this new person what happened. Now this new person knows that you stayed with somebody who cheated on you. So now they're saying to themselves, well, you know, they stayed in the relationship with their ex for a while while that person was cheating on them. So you know what? I could probably cheat on this person. They wouldn't walk away right away. All right. So this is just one example that I'm giving you about why you should not divulge too much. And the other thing, too, is you want to find out everything about them and give them less about you, because this way they're always going to want to know more and more. If you tell somebody every little detail about your life in the beginning, there's nothing else to find out about you. Then they know everything. And it's like, it's like nothing else to work towards. So, you know, like I said, you want to build on it over time where they keep asking you questions and you get to know them. But in the interim, you are the one that should be asking them questions about them. And I'll tell you why that's good. Because number one, you're finding out who they are. You're finding out where they've been. You're finding out their patterns. You're finding out their track record, okay? And you will get to know what kind of person that you are dealing with. And the other thing is, the reason you want to ask them a lot of questions is because people love that. They love when you ask them about themselves. Because now they're saying to themselves, boy, you must really be interested in me if you're asking me a lot of questions, okay? So it's a win-win situation, okay? Next dating mistake is when you pick the wrong people. Now, this this is happens a lot. A lot of people, they pick somebody purely based on how they look. And they say to themselves, oh, I'm really attracted to that person. You know, she's exactly my type or he's 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 definitely what I want and everything like that. Now you're making assumptions because they look good, because their pictures look good, that this person is going to be somebody that you're going to be able to date and you're going to go somewhere with them, okay? 
there's a whole process here to figuring out who's right for you, okay? Yes, attraction is a part of the puzzle. You want somebody that you definitely have an attraction to, okay? But you have to also see, you know, what that person is looking for as well. So you want to see, you know, where they've been and what they're, where they're looking to go. You want to look at, you know, their work history because you're, somebody's work history, you guys, tells you a lot about somebody. You know, if they've been in the same job a long time, if they've jumped around from job to job, it tells you something about them. You know, they're living how they live. Do they live home? Do they live on their own? Have they been on their own since they're 18 years old? You know, are they codependent on someone else? Are they not codependent on somebody else? How they are around children? Do they want children? These are all things that you find out through conversations before you actually go out on the date. All right. Now, if you're just looking to date and have fun and you're not looking for anything with strings, that is completely different. Then you don't have to worry about anything about except that that person is a safe person to go meet. You should always have conversation because you don't want to go meet somebody and, you know, they could be a dangerous person. It is always good to have conversation and find out, you know, where their head is at. But the thing is, if you're just looking for fun, then you don't have to go into depth with all this other stuff, all right? Next dating mistake is very common. It's when you go to somebody's crib or somebody's house after the first date, first, second, third date, okay? You should not be going to anybody's house or having them to your house, all right? Till you've gone out with them at least, at least five, six times, okay? Why? Because a lot of the guys, they know the three-date rule, and that's how you weed out a lot of them. A lot of them feel that, you know what? By the third date, they're going to get sex, all right? They all have that rule, third date sex, right? The first two dates are great. They, they they know they got to take you out. They know they, they need to go to a public place with you. And then it gets to that comfort zone. They lay on the love bombing or something like that. That's if you're dealing with somebody who's a player, all right, or somebody who's looking to use you for sex. Usually by the third, maybe the fourth date, they think that they're going to get something off you, okay? So that's why I tell you, do not go to any place that's an intimate setting, all right, for a while, for a while. This, this is how you weed out, you weed out the people that are just looking to use you, okay? And the other thing is, you don't, you know, if you're looking for something longer and you're, you're dating with a purpose, okay, we're not talking about hookups here, but you're dating with a purpose, you do not become intimate or have sex with somebody unless you have a commitment, all right? Now, you could do what you want. You could have sex with somebody whenever you want to have sex with them, 
but you are rolling the dice, okay? Because when you have sex with somebody, you know, and you feel comfortable because you've gone on maybe one, two, three dates and they seem nice and, you know, it just seems comfortable and it feels right and you feel like, okay, this is, we're, we're really hitting it off here and everything like that, all right? And you go and you have sex with that person, you know, after only a few dates, guess what? This is when a lot of guys start to lose interest and they, they, you know, they really weren't into it for the long haul. They may have told you a lot of things that you believed, okay? That's all game, you guys. That's all game. And, you know, the more you know about it, the more you can recognize it, the more you can spot somebody who's insincere, who's coming on too strong too fast, who's who's telling you all the right things. You know, the more you know the game, the more you will be able to see it and spot it. So, you know, if you don't want to get hurt, you take your time and you don't you don't throw the dice, okay? You make sure that this person really wants to get to know you. And the only way you weed them out is in time. It takes time, all right? Because the ones that are the players, the ones that are just looking to use you for a benefit are not going to be able to keep it up. And the other thing is, after three, four dates, you really don't know this person, you do not know this person. I'm telling you, you guys, people don't know somebody even six months to a year. Some people find out things after they're married about the other person. So, you know, you really have to take it slow and pick up on the red flags. All right. Now, now we're getting into the next dating mistake. Red flags. When you ignore the red flags. A big dating mistake that a lot of people do a lot of people make is that when they're dating somebody they don't see the red flags or they choose to ignore them or they don't realize that it is a red flag. And some of the red flags are this. One red flag is that you're dating somebody and then it gets to a point where you don't know if you're going to see that person let's say on the weekend. Because they're not making that date till last minute. They're not making that date till right before the weekend, okay? Whereas before, when you went out with them, let's say the first two times, they were on the money making the date, okay? Now all of a sudden, you know, you find that, you know, you don't know if you're going to see them or something like that. That is a red flag, because, and I'm going to tell you why. Because when somebody is on the mark, so to speak, when somebody is, is flying straight with you, they won't leave you in a state of confusion. They won't take a chance of losing you. They are going to nail you down and, and make it clear that they want to see you. All right? So... You're not going to be waiting like on a Friday night to know whether you have a date on a Saturday. So you, these are all little red flags that you have to pick up on. And a lot of people do that, all right, because they don't know, because they could be seeing somebody else 
they don't tell you that, but because they're talking or they're seeing somebody else and they might be seeing that other person on that Saturday night, but they're unsure. So they leave you hanging up to Friday and then they may say, oh, I can't see you Saturday because I have to work or they may not bring it up at all to you. Okay. They may do the dumb routine. A lot of them do the dumb routine too. Okay. They don't bring up um, about seeing you. All right. And they feel like, you know, you're afraid to say something because you don't want to seem like, you know, you're desperate that you're asking for the date. So they kind of just, you know, they fluff it off and they don't bring it up and they just make like, you know, oh, they were busy over the weekend and don't say anything about it. All right. So these are these are all little things you have to pick up on. All right. If you're dating somebody and you're feeling like there's a point where, um, you know, they're not being consistent with you in seeing you. In other words, uh, they see you this weekend and then they don't see you for another three weeks or something like that. And they don't have a legitimate reason why. Okay. Um, that's because they're not all into you. All right. When people really like you, they're going to want to see you on a regular basis. And don't believe the excuses that people give you. Oh, I, I, my work. They, they love to use the work excuse, all right? Now, I'm not saying that people don't have busy schedules with work, but people can make time, all right? They can make time even in the morning to go get a cup of coffee with you if they want to see you, all right? They will make time when they want to see you. They will find that time, Believe me when I tell you. So dating mistake is when you hang on to somebody and you see these little red flags or you see that you're texting the person, they're not responding to you, but then you see them on social media and they're, you know, their light is on and they're commenting on posts and they're busy there and they're not responding back to you, okay? That shows you how important you are to them, okay? If they're, if they, because they got the text, if they're not responding to you right away, then they're not that into you. And you got to pick up on these red flags and you got to say to yourself, okay, this person, you know, they show me a little bit. They're not showing me a lot, but this is not somebody that I'm going to put all my eggs in their basket, okay? Because there's something there that they're not 100% in on me, all right? And, and a lot of people get hurt over this because they're thinking about the first or second date that they had with that person, the first, second, third date. And they're saying, oh, everything was so great. And they showed me so much attention. And I could tell that he really liked me by the way he looked at me in my eyes and everything like that. And then all of a sudden, the calls, the texts start falling off and everything like that. Okay. So it doesn't matter what somebody says to you in the beginning. It doesn't matter if they bring you a red rose in the beginning, okay? I knew somebody that did that, and he was all about the game, you guys. He 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 went and he, uh, when he would go meet a girl, he would bring them a red rose and stuff like that. And the girl was like, oh, oh, he must really like me. He went out and got a rose on our first date and everything like that. And then as time went on, she saw it was game. It was game, okay? He, he started to fall off and then he wasn't 
you know, following through with the dates and he was leaving her hanging. Why was he doing that? Because he had other options. He had somebody else that he was seeing. So this is why I tell you, doesn't matter what comes out of anybody's mouth in the beginning. It doesn't matter, you know, how much attention they show you the first couple of dates. All right. What matters is what they show you a few months down the line. Okay. Have they been consistent? Uh, what has their pattern been? Are they talking to you on a regular basis or is it just the touch base thing? All right. If you're dealing with somebody who's dealing with you and they're, they're dealing with you on a touch base thing. All right. That is not somebody that is looking to move forward with you. That is somebody who is breadcrumbing you. Okay. And where do we put them? We put them in category B. That is somebody that we don't give a lot of time to. Because believe me, these people will waste your time. They will come on strong. They will date you strong in the beginning. Then they're going to back off because they're talking to other people. And then they come back. They come back and they say, hey, how you been? Oh, you know, we really need to get together and everything like that. Why are they coming back? Because maybe their other options are, are, you know, not working out for them. Or maybe they're tired of their other options and now they're rotating and now they're back to you again. All right. Don't give somebody like that a lot of your time, if at all your time. Okay. Because that is somebody that is not really looking to get to know you. All right. I hope that helps you. Now, the last dating mistake that I want to bring up that's very important, you guys, is recognizing when you're dealing with a toxic, selfish, or possibly a narcissistic person. And people run into this all the time. There's a lot of selfish people out there. It's all about them. So when you're starting to get to know somebody, this is another reason why I want to bring up about conversation. When you talk to somebody and you have a conversation with them, I need to do a podcast just about conversation to have with people. When you um, talk to the person and you think about the conversation that you have with that person, number one, is that person talking mainly about themselves? Are you getting off the phone after an hour with that person and they haven't asked you one thing about you. That is a red flag. You are dealing with a selfish person, okay? And if it happens all the time, that is a big, big red flag. And you have to decide, you know, do, you know, you want to keep having conversations and finding out more and more about this person. But these little things tell you about people. You know, another th another um, flag is like if you make a date with somebody, you get to that point where you're making a date with somebody and they want to go where they want to go on the date. In other words, they're not they're not willing to bend as far as what you want to do. OK, it's all about what they feel like doing, like if they want to go on a hike and you don't want to go on a hike or do something like that. So it's all about them. So you want to pick up on these little things and you want to pick up too, um, if you're dealing with somebody like that, 
you know, if they have anger issues, how they treat other people. You know, sometimes when you're having a conversation with somebody on the phone and you're getting to know them, you know, sometimes whoever they're living with, they could be having fights with their roommate, fights with people in their house or over nothing. And these are all flags. These are telling you something about them, okay? Do they easily get angered or something like that? And people start dating um someone who's got these issues that either have anger issues, they're selfish, they're toxic, and it's really difficult to to see in the beginning unless you're a very sharp person and you know about these things. You don't really recognize it in the beginning because in the beginning, this person is very nice. And isn't that typical of narcissistic people? A narcissist is very charming in the beginning. Why? Because they're going to draw you in. They're going to be charismatic and draw you in. Uh, They're famous for love bombing and and being wonderful and showing you a lot of attention and, and praising you in the beginning, but they're praising you for their ultimate benefit, which is for themselves to be praised. So you have to pick up on these little things. You know, if somebody is being overly nice and, and, you know, showing you a lot of love and attention in the beginning, you got to be very cautious if it's sincere or if it's not. And the only way you're going to know is in time and you have to listen to what the person says because the conversation of what they say will tell you a lot about who they are, okay? So you want to pick up on these type of people. People end up starting to date them. Then they get into relationships with them. And then they're in terrible, toxic relationships. And they deal with this narcissistic person who was charming and wonderful in the beginning. And then that person all of a sudden turned it around on them, blamed them for everything, maybe cheated and then blamed them for cheating. That's just one example you know, a narcissist is always going to flip the blame on you. It's it's never their fault. It's always going to be somebody else's fault. And then what they do is when they're done using you for their own benefit, which could be any kind of benefit in the world, it could be for their ego even, then they're just going to disregard you like nothing, okay? And what a lot of narcissists do is, you know, they end up dumping you and then they they start another relationship really quick with somebody else to throw it in your face and make you think that, you know, there's something wrong with you. Now they're in a new relationship. Okay. That's, you know, that's, that happens a lot. So I just wanted to pick up on this. And this is why I tell you guys that, you know, when you're dating somebody, you know, conversation is key, you guys. All right. So you want to know who you're dealing with. I hope that helps you. If it did, please hit the subscribe button and share and have a great day. Are you having a problem in your dating or relationship life and you need a question answered? Well, go to my website. The link is in the podcast description And you'll see how you can ask Yaz a question and get it answered confidentially. 
So go to the podcast description and look for the link where it talks about how Yaz will answer your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. I want to tell you about my two books that are on Amazon, okay? You can download them free with the trial membership from Kindle. The first book is Regain Your Power. If you're in a relationship and you feel like your partner has all the control in the relationship, maybe you're walking around on eggshells, you're afraid to approach them, it's going to tell you how to regain your power and and be happy in the relationship, okay? And what you may be doing wrong, and that's why your partner has all the control in the relationship. The other book is he's Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time. There's a lot of people that are dating someone or in a relationship with somebody who's not really vested in the relationship. And we we often are confused as to whether our partner really likes us or is into us or wants a future with us. And this book is going to give you signs and red flags of whether your partner is into you or he's just basically drifting and wasting your time. So go to Amazon and download the Kindle free trial membership. Doesn't cost you anything. And check it out. It may help you. Okay, and have a great day.